to the Korea Pod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. I'm Kevin Fandel, and I'll be your host for today's program. Today I'm talking with Maggie Practico, a woman who started her career in fairly traditional ways, graduating from high school, working in a local auto parts store in town, and later an insurance company. But what you'll hear in our conversation is someone who built her career by being able to identify and seize opportunities as they arose. Although being somewhat shy and introverted, she was able to capitalize on those opportunities by presenting herself in a confident, professional, and capable way. She also talks about her ability to establish rapport and trust with people, take advantage of mentors and mentor opportunities when they arose, and her career culminated in having a very senior position in a nationally recognized search and contingency placement recruiting organization. Finally, later in our conversation, she talks about preparing for retirement. And now a couple of years into retirement, she talks about how that chapter has also been a very vital and rewarding part of her life. Here's Maggie Practico. Thanks, Kevin. So let's uh, start at the beginning. Um, tell me a little bit about where you were at in the, you know, in the high school, the late teens, early 20s, as you were beginning to uh, chart, your, chart your career path. Right. So I pretty much started my career um, in high school, you know, doing the traditional jobs that, that all high schoolers do. But mm-hmm. then um, I had an opportunity to go to work for a company, a small auto parts company in, in Portland area. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend referred me. I went in and interviewed, had no idea what I was doing. But that position was basically, you know, doing bookkeeping mm-hmm. and Within a year, they promoted me. I was an office manager. Little did I even know what that was. Mm. At the ripe old age of like 19 and 20 years old, I was uh, fortunate enough to to get a really good job with this company. Um, I stayed with that company for a few years, and uh, then another neighbor introduced me to one of the large insurance companies here locally and asked me if I'd be interested in interviewing. They were always looking for talented people. So at that time, this was pre-technology, so at that time we had to go in and took a typing test and um, interviewed for just a general general job. So hmm. they hired me, yeah. um, went to work for that company, and um, I think I was then maybe 21, 22 years old, and worked for that company for several years in different roles. The first role was working in their insurance booklets department, putting booklets together Hmm. on a computer. So actually Hmm. putting the terminology and, you know, all of the rules and regulations of the the insurance uh, policies together. Yeah, in the early days, making up the plan document booklets. But in the the early days of, quote-unquote, word processing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it was pretty interesting. And, and, you know, we had, we were, they were called dumb computers back then. And they really were. I mean, basically they were fancy typewriters. And that's what I started on. And I was fortunate enough to have a lot of mentors in that company and a lot Mm -hmm. of support. And um, every time an opportunity came up, you know, I kind of would look at it. Yeah. And so I continued working in that position, but then an opportunity came up in human resources. They were looking for someone to run a six month, um, what they, it was a job evaluation product, uh, project. Mm. 
And so I applied for that. They told me, they, they hired me. And I think that that was, if I think back, you know, a bookkeeping kind of analytical, you know, type yeah. position. Yeah. This position was kind of the same thing. Yeah. And, um, and I think, that I was a good listener because <laughs> because I didn't really know what I was doing, and so I was trying to understand exactly what they wanted me to do. So they hired me into this yeah. six-month project, and again, I just had the opportunity to work with senior leaders in that company. I had a, an opportunity to work with outside consultants, yeah. and all of that added to my background, my, my skills. Absolutely. And at the same time, the company also offered to support me in getting a college education. Nice. And so um, I started taking courses at the local at the local university here. Mm-hmm. Loved it, yeah. and just became so addicted to the educational and the learning process that you know I was fortunate enough at the end of the six months to uh, take on another job within human resources, mm-hmm. and. So the the, the first role, one the first one started as a project job, short term project job. It did. Were there any yeah. were there any time frames or guarantees at the end of that? I mean, how much of a risk? No, that, absolutely uh, not. Ah, so okay. it was a six month project. I was told right up front that there would be no guarantee of a job at the end of that six months. Wow. If, you know, when that job was gone, I had to apply for other positions. Yeah. And that was fine because this company was a big company. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there were a lot of opportunities. I felt confident that I was, you know, adding to my skill set mm-hmm. and that um, I was working with the right people. And so I felt like that was going to help me long term. And it did. Yeah. yeah. And it did. Even nice. some of those people today are still you know, friends of mine. Wow, here. wow. And so you, yeah. were, you mentioned that you had some, some good mentors and, support and supporters. Yeah. Um, what, what was it about you that, that uh, you think moved them to place, you know, to, to be supportive of you, to be a mentor, to place their trust in you and, and, you know, give you these rich opportunities for skill building, which then later resulted in advancement? I think, quite honestly, I think that I was hum- humble. Hmm. I was naive. Hmm. I was um, very interested in the business. I was interested in the people that I worked, had the opportunity to work with. Hmm. And I think that they knew that I was a hard worker. And people have said that to me over and over again. If you want someone who's going to work hard and do a good job, Hmm. you know, Hire Maggie. Yeah, yeah. And nice. and I think that that came through. I never felt like I was owed anything. Mm. Um, I I never missed a day of work for personal reasons. Wow. Um, yeah. I was always willing to listen and take feedback. Mm. And I I think that people appreciated that. Mm. Um, sometimes I mm. think we have a tendency to expect that just because a company hires us, we're all set. I never felt that way. I felt like every day I had to earn my pay. Yep. And yep. that's the way I feel today. Even. Nice. So, so the project... So um, I think that's why. Yep. Thank you. The, the project uh, played out its course six months, but it did. There was something and continuing in human resources for you. Right. So the project ended in six months, but 
um, I was offered a position in the compensation group, which mm-hmm. continued the, the job evaluation right. work right. that I was doing. Yeah. And um, so I worked in in human resources. I, I had to apply. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, I was very fortunate that people um, saw something in me. And um, so I had an opportunity to work for that company and gain experience in compensation, benefits, employee relations. Um, you name it, bits and pieces of of uh, human resources that is invaluable across any any career path. Right. Um, right. It's all about people and listening and yeah. and you know. That that's a good that's good a that's a good obs- it's, that's a good observation. It's it's that that kind of experience and those skills are valuable across any Absolutely. any company because virtually every company has a human resources department. But to your other point, even if someone isn't going to continue in HR in particular, those people and management and organizational skills are, are hugely Absolutely. important. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good baseline for anyone who's starting out is to recognize again, I go back to when you go to work for a company or when I went to work for a company, I looked at the company and felt like there was a career path. Mm. Even though I didn't know what it was at that point, Mm -hmm. you know, you just know that if you go into the right company, Mm. if you feel good about that organization, there are many, many opportunities for you if you're willing to work for it and to go after it. I think that if an opportunity is out there, you have to go after it. You can't wait for it to come to you. And I continued to move up. Um, I moved I, I took on what they considered at that time an HR consultant role. Yeah. So I worked with um, the investments group, the human resource group, mm-hmm. um, and at that time I think, I'm not sure if I had the technology group reporting in, but they moved me around, mm-hmm. um, and, and I worked directly as an HR consultant to the business leaders. Again, right. what an opportunity. Yep. You know, That's working right. with the heads of investments, the heads of human resources, and and those people m- took me in, and I say made me a part of their organization. Um, That's a real credit for. That's a real credit for an HR person to be, uh, to, to for you to have the credibility and the relationship yeah. with the the business unit leaders. And it sounds like you were definitely. And I sat at the table. Right, I right. I was a business partner. Yep. I, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And you know, I continued continued doing that work and then um changes came in the organization there were period there was a period when there was a lot of downsizing going mm-hmm. on a lot of movement of divisions and all of that um and i was promoted to um, a director level position mm-hmm. and still running up heading up the human resource department but i have to tell you that that was my downfall mm-hmm. if if there's one in my life that I would consider a downfall. It was that one. Hmm. I was, for the first time in my life, over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. relocated me out of the state of Maine. I had never really lived out of the state of Maine, wow. away from family, yeah. away from anything that I ever knew to this whole new culture down south. It, I think I recognized within a very short period of time that I had made a mistake for many reasons mm-hmm. and that um, if I could turn back time that's the one thing i would never do wow. you know i, I yeah. yeah so, it, so, it so what, what on the, what on the surface 
but on the surface and for other people in other situations, might have been a yeah. great opportunity oh. and move. It just for for you for a, a bunch of reasons. For you, it didn't, many for, right. for personal reasons right, as right, well. Right, and not to dwell on it. But yeah, I yeah, was yeah. Going through a divorce. Uh, yeah, I became a grandmother quite honestly at a very young age. Yeah, and yeah. and there were other personal things going on that. You know, I should have I should have taken a step back, but but mm. I was fine. I, I did mm. this job for a couple of years, wow. and mm. and it was okay. But I was never happy, mm. and so it was more personal than anything else. Yeah. But what I found out about myself during that time is that I still needed to work. I still needed to support myself, yeah. and so I had to pick myself up and move on. Mm. And and I did that. I mm. made a phone call to the president of, and I'm not afraid to say that I went right to the president of this company yeah. in Boston, hmm. the international um, recruitment firm, mm -hmm. and said, this is who I am, this is what I've done, and I talked about a little bit about my past, hmm. and I said, I understand you're always looking for good recruiters. Hmm. I'd like to come up and meet with you. Wow. And I did. <laughs> yeah. And he offered, he said, he offered me a job, but he said, before before you accept, I want you to travel around to all of our offices, and then you come back and give me kind of your feel for what the culture is of those offices. Nice, and, nice, yeah. Yeah, and let me know which office you'd like to work in. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. a great opportunity, again, yeah. Yeah. you know. I mean, I was probably at the bottom mentally at that point. But um, but you didn't again, you apparently didn't show it because to call someone yeah. out of the blue and be that together in terms of how you introduced yourself and and presented yourself. Uh, oh, you, he he to this day he still calls me and and asks me to come back to work for him. Wow, <laughs> I'm like no, yeah, right. but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. you know, it's just it's it's the same it's. The same thing, I think, that, that's kind of a pattern in my life. I'm not afraid to take the chances. Mm. I'm not the most confident person in the world. I'm very shy. But for some reason, I guess people take pay, take to me and yeah, they, yeah. they trust me or they give me an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, nice. And it's interesting because I think that my goal when I called him mm. was um, – to hopefully continue with my HR skills and to, you know, continue doing the HR work. And when he asked me to do the uh, kind of assessment of the culture and yeah. give him mm. feedback, I thought, oh, great, I'm going to be hired as an HR consultant again. Mm. Well, he wanted to hire me as a salesperson. Oh. I have no background in sales. Huh. As I just said, I'm not overly confident. I'm yeah. shy. Yeah. Um, it, it brought me in and hired me, put me at a desk and said, this is what you do. You're a salesperson. It's a recruiting and placement firm. Yeah. And so, so he, he wanted you yeah. to be reaching out to other companies to, to get, to get recruiting assignments. To hire for people. The company. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I, I worked for at, at, so at that time, technology was huge. The year 2K was happening or, yeah. was, you know, yeah. this was the end of nine, the nineties. Yeah. And, um, I was fortunate enough to come in with the technology skills that a lot of people didn't have back then hmm. because of the company that I had worked for before. Yep. I mean, they were a big technology company. Yep. So I went in there, and I knew how to find people. I knew how to 
interview people. Mm-hmm. I knew how to listen to people to find out what they were looking for, why they were looking for that particular job or, you know, location or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I knew enough about salaries and how to manipulate the, the data mm-hmm. that the first year I was one of their top producers. Wow. And for, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It's like some sometimes I feel like someone's looking down on me and taking care of me. Well, because you, you, I made, worked hard, you work hard. That's right. That's right. At nighttime, when other people were probably sleeping, mm. I was on that computer searching for people. Mm. And I knew that technology was big. So I always went after the, the technology people. Hmm. And I used to make, I made placements, you know, sometimes three, four, five, six a week. And, and again, it was about, you know, kind of going outside and being willing to do the work. So yeah. while other people were sleeping, I was, you know, scanning you were, the internet. You were doing the work. Or, That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I was fortunate. I had a great career. I, I built like over $3 million for this company while I was with them. Wow. They sent me on trips to Acapulco, to Puerto Rico, to Hawaii. Mm. They were all trips that I earned. Right. Never in my wildest dreams as a little girl here in Maine would I have thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, was, yeah. that that was out there. And it was all, you know, it was all good. Mm. And I think that, you know, if, if I look back on my career, I say that opportunities presented themselves mm. and I grabbed them. And even though I was scared to death, even though I wondered if I had the skills to do the job, Mm. um, I still did it. Yeah. You know, and I still, I I just, you know, I just automatically did it. I didn't think twice about it. Right. And I think, you know, I've made a few mistakes, but not so many. So you mentioned um, opportunities. So what um, people talk about luck in their careers, Uh, you work really hard. So that... That says something right there. Um, and you had, so these opportunities. So how would you describe luck and its role in your career, if any? I think luck in any aspect of your life is really what you make it. You make mm. your own luck. Mm. You make sure that you are available, you're interested, you do your homework, mm. you present yourself with with um, polish, mm-hmm. with confidence even if you don't have it you still have to do it and so you make your own luck Uh, um and and i think that sometimes your luck is the people the acquaintances that you have Mm. um Hmm. once you gain trust and you show people that you're willing to work that's luck uh you know so yeah i don't know for me for me I, i feel very lucky Hmm. I feel like I've I've been blessed. Yeah. But I also feel that you know, I could have sat back and waited for things to come to me and I never did. Hmm. Even when hmm. I moved here to to Maine, moved back to Maine. My children wanted me to move back to Maine. So yeah. I left Rhode Island, yeah. moved back to Maine, yeah. came here and left the job in Rhode in Rhode Island right. as the recruiter. Right. I left that company, although they didn't want me to. They mm. they said, we'll set you up at home. We want you to work for us. Yep. And I said, no, I've, I've had enough. I, I, I was sort of burnt out. And again, mm. I think you recognize, I recognized as an individual that it was time for me to leave. 
Ah, you know. Okay. And I had a great no. career. I was making good money. Hmm. But um but, but so, I think it was time. Something inside I oh, think that Go ahead. Yeah. It's something right, something inside of you. Yeah. Right. That's right. And yeah. and you had the experience of moving down south um and maybe you were at an age that, you know, that thing quote unquote inside of you didn't didn't speak up then. You followed kind of the organizational message, move, promotion, advancement. I did. And and it was on, it was only once you landed there that you looked around and you it was a whole different feeling. So so the fact yeah. that you learned from that and now where it's not it, it it was not a crisis this this decision to close the chapter at at the recruitment agency uh, it was a it wasn't a crisis at all it was just a natural decision no. of it it was time and you listened to that you listened to that voice to decide that it was time yeah yeah nice. and i think you i think that 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 happens in 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 life mm. in so many different aspects it's time to make a change mm -hmm. and change is opportunity nine times out of ten. Mm. So when That's I right. left MRI in, in Rhode Island, yeah. I left in good standing. Oh, they sure. wanted me to stay. Yeah. The president still calls me and asks me to come back and speak <laughs> at their annual meeting. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, he good. still wants me to come back and, and work with them. And um, mm. and I loved it. I loved the work. I loved the people. I loved the satisfaction of knowing that I was helping another person with their career. Mm. I mean, that's, that's a great feeling to know that you can do that. Um, yep. And so, so it, it was good. You, nice. know? Uh, you feel that you've been lucky, which is great, but you also feel that you worked really hard, which I'm sure which yes. is true, and that the, the hard work prepared you to take advantage of the lucky, the fortunate opportunities that right. came your way. Nice. Right, absolutely. Um, just in the few minutes we have left, many of our uh, listeners um, are well along in their careers. Some, some considering uh, retirement. That that voice is telling them that uh, it's time. Right. Any any thoughts on that transition? How to go from the structure yeah. of a nine to five, the you know the the self identity in a certain position, the self-worth, the pride that comes with that position and as a function of hard work and accomplishment, to to a next chapter, which I imagine can seem pretty abrupt in one closing and the next opening, the next chapter being retirement. How have you handled moving yeah. into retirement? For me, retirement meant moving on to something else, mm -hmm. maybe something that... Um, was less um, stressful. Mm. Um, sales job is very stressful. Yeah. Yep. And yep. you know, so I'm I'm did move back to Maine, mm -hmm. and um, for probably a month, <laughs> I um, you know sat at home, did did my my uh, condo, did some work on my condo, mm -hmm. made you know, kind of got caught up with some of my old acquaintances, this and that, and. My whole life, I think that there are things that I've loved, and it's always been reading, mm -hmm. and it's always been exercise, people, um, wine. I'll put that in there, too. <laughs> and, oh, your, your, your candor is much appreciated. Okay. <laughs> there we go. And and so the, one of the first things I did here was I joined a local gym, only mm -hmm. it was a tennis and fitness facility. And I 
you know, went in and started working out there. And one day I was looking at their website and there was a sign that said they were looking, there was a notice that said they were looking for someone to come in and, and work the front desk. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that sounds interesting. Hmm. And lo and behold, <laughs> yeah. I go in and I interview and um, I get free membership. Nice. So, and I'm still, it, so I've been with them since I moved back to Maine, so which hmm. has been two years now. Wow. And I started doing the front desk, which is customer service work. And over the past two years, um, I'm still doing that, but I'm also doing payroll. I'm oh, doing so re- cool. a monthly reporting. I'm doing banking work for them. I'm yep. helping them to hire people. Wow. A little bit of marketing is kind of involved. Yeah. And it's yeah. all the same thing. Mm. It's, it's all... Mm related to what I've done my whole life, which is work with people, yeah. um, you know, listen to people, um, and, 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 and run and job. run systems and, and, you know, the, the infrastructure of yeah. the organization, you're good at system yeah. running a, running yeah. a system and a process, but you're doing it, yeah. you're doing it in an, env- in an environment that you really that like. Love. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. So I, Perfect. I, you know, they've even asked me to teach classes, which I, Hmm. Not sure I want to do, but anyway, hmm. it's just, it's so exciting, Kevin, because for many people, they look at retirement, and I know a lot of my friends, they look at retirement and they sit back and they read books and watch TV and hmm. play golf and play tennis and all of that sort of stuff. Hmm. You know what? I still do that. There's no end to uh, being involved in the community, hmm. in a workplace, just because you hit 60 or 65. Yeah. Yeah. Even 50, I know some people think once they've hit 50, that's it, their life is over. No, <laughs> it's like, look at, yeah, look right. at what you've done, right. you know, your whole life and say, what it, what are those skills that I've acquired? What are, where have my successes been? And what do I want to do with it now? Mm. And for me, being involved with fitness and health and helping the, the managers with this company, it's like it's it's like perfect match for me. I love them, nice. and I think they love me. Nice. And so it's worked. It has. Was it luck? It's... Part of it was, well, I guess. Yeah. You know? But you were going to the health club, and you saw the sign on the wall saying "Help Wanted." You took a chance. And you took a chance, and I think that your comfort level at meeting meeting new people at this stage in life um, has one is one of the things that has energized you and kept this this next chapter so satisfying and and alive for you. So, nice. I think so. And also, I just want to say that comfort level, when you say comfort level, mm. I have no comfort level. I'm not, again, I go back to I'm shy, mm. I'm insecure, mm. I never feel like I'm good enough, but for some reason, I just do it. Mm. And yep. I think that's something important for people to know that, that's great. You know, that is great advice, actually. It, and, yeah. And and and, so, and, and it's hard. It's yeah. It's hard sometimes, and other times it might not even feel that hard because you're driven to just yeah. do it. Nice. Find something you love. Mm. What is it? They used to say, find, um, find, find something you love, and your job will not be a job or whatever. You know, right. Right. You do do time. do do what you love, and you'll won't work. You won't work a day. You in your won't life. work. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I think that for some of us. We don't know what we love, and we just uh, kind of go through. And then at the end, yeah. or I should say, for me, it was kind of like the retirement piece of it. Mm-hmm. That was when 
I really said, this is what I love. How can I do all of this together? And and, and I'm doing it. Nice. And it's, you know, three days a week and on call if they need me. And hmm. and it's perfect. Great. Uh, Maggie, great to catch up. I, great to have you share your career and your life story with our audience. Um, some some wonderful insights and learnings. Uh, so, again, congratulations on a great career and, and a a new chapter up back up in Maine. Um, so I really appreciate your time joining us on the Career Pod, and uh, all the best. We'll talk soon. Okay, thanks, Kevin.